Howdy, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle. I went to the Rolling Stones concert last night. I am so grateful and blessed. Uh, a friend of mine invited me and I chipped in for the tickets and because they're very pricey and it's a long story, but uh, my friend was generous and I chipped in and my dad chipped in and... Three of us chipped in, and I sat fairly close to one of the big screens on the side of the stage, and I took a whole bunch of photos and did some fun selfie videos and selfie photos, and the Rolling Stones is a band that I really, really love. It was almost exactly two years ago today that I saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. You widen my jetty. Uh, about two years ago at the other stadium in Seattle and last night the Rolling Stones were at the other stadium in Seattle. Both of the stadiums have an open uh, ceiling so you can see the sky and so the acoustics are nice because it's not echoing off the ceiling. But I love... Um, Okay, this podcast is going to be about the Tom about <laughs> Tom Petty. There I go. I'm saying Tom Petty. Tom Petty widens my jetty. Mick Jagger struts in. His dagger grabs me. Tori Amos doesn't blame us, but names us. Neil Young washes away the fertile dung. Goddess Kring, bada boo, bada bing, stinging rings the Kring. Catch the wind song, spiral drive, crack the code, left and right node. So that's part of one of my poems. Um, musicians really inspire me, as well as actors and performers and artists and singers and dancers and any kind of trailblazer in the world. The Rolling Stones concert last night, you know, the expensive capitalismness of it, I didn't really like. Like it was like, uh, $40 to park across the street, like a few blocks away, and which is not the normal rate for parking in that in that uh, unit. And then it's $60 to park next to the stadium. So that part of it kind of grosses me out. Uh, my friend and I took the bus for $2.75. That's how we got there to avoid traffic jams and, and parking hassles. Um, and I didn't buy anything. I brought my own empty water bottle and I filled it up with filtered water in the stadium. Uh, what I loved about the Rolling Stones concert, though, was really positive energy. Um, the fans and the Rolling Stones themselves and all the musicians on stage, they had really great backup singers and a bass player. I forgot the names of some of these other people that aren't the regular Rolling Stones uh, people but I loved you know the, the quality of the music was very high and of course Mick Jagger strutting around on stage such a unique personality he is very handsome 76 years old fit and trim just amazing longevity that the the Rolling Stones as a band has and so many interesting songs over the last six decades basically or five five or six decades worth of Rolling Stones music um, and just the health and longevity of the actual people in the band, you know, they all look pretty healthy and they all look really happy. Um, so it's just really positive energy, listening to their music and, and watching them perform, doing what they loved. They were all smiling constantly. They looked so genuinely happy and they're totally serious about what they're doing and yet they're all playful and fun. And one of my favorite things actually about it also was their outfits. You know, like 
Like usually women are known for dressing in an interesting way and men maybe wear something more simple. Well, the Rolling Stones had a lot of fun with their clothing, like colorful silk shirts and Keith Richards, the guitarist, wore these beautiful green shoes, green like tennis shoes, high top tennis shoes, beautiful green. I love green, my favorite color. And a green silky shirt and just black simple snug fitting pants, very handsome. And then this black and white striped thing that was uh, hanging down off of one of his legs. Very cool. And beautiful guitars. And I don't know the names of all the kind of guitars he plays, but I love them all. And guitars are so beautiful. Very sexy. And then Mick Jagger started off with full black outfit, black silky shirt, black snug-fitting pants, and really sensible, comfortable shoes that he can dance in all night long. And he wore this sparkly, colorful jacket, and then he took that off, and he had just a series of different colorful, silky shirts that were shiny and satiny and silky the entire night. It was beautiful. Uh, there was pink satin and, and purple and blue with sparkles on it, um, like stars in the sky. And then Ron Wood, the other guitar player, he wore... Uh, like fluorescent yellow at one point and they all seemed to wear black simple snug fitting pants and Ron Wood had sparkly black shoes on and at one point he wore like like uh, red and purple and fluorescent yellow shirt and his guitar strap had really cool beautiful Rolling Stone stick your lips out stick your tongue out logo and it was beautiful and let's see Charlie Watts were like I think like a green and purple, like a nice, uh, not as bright in color, but just very pretty, like green and purple, more earthy looking, more uh, subtle tones of color, very more, more of a simple dresser. And as a drummer, he just sits there and he's just so calm and uh, he looks so businesslike. And I find that f it's so fun, the personalities of the band, the chemistry, you know, Charlie Watts, the drummer, Mick Jagger, the singer. Uh, at one point they played, and, and Ron Wood and Keith Richards, all of them together make such a cool, interesting chemistry. And one of the highlights of the night was watching them do Gimme Shelter and Sympathy for the Devil. And I mean, I liked all the songs and they played Miss You and they played a couple. Um, I don't know why they call them deep cuts. I don't call them deep cuts. I call them um, high quality, not as famous uh, songs. <laughs> um, they went into the middle of the middle of the platform where Mick struts out into the middle of the audience in the huge stadium, and they set up like they were a small band doing an intimate show. And they played "Sweet Virginia," I think is the name of it. It's "Exile on Main Street," I think is the album uh, from the '70s or the '80s. I can't remember what year that was. Maybe the '70s. Uh, "Sweet Virginia" and "Dead Flowers." Um, and those were the two like more unusual songs that they played. Again, I don't like the phrase deep cuts. I think that's a silly phrase, but I guess that's what you call that. And then they played, let's see, Keith sang a song that I didn't know very well called Silver, You Got the Silver. And then he did another song, I can't remember the name of it. But just, let's just say that, you know, that they did a, a solid two-hour show and uh, Willie Nelson's son, Lucas Nelson, opened and he was, he sounded great. Uh, I was not familiar with him, so it was nice to hear that. And then the Stones came out and played for a solid two hours from about 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. 
and it was just really positive energy and I feel like it's very healing to to uh, it, you know aside from them being rich and famous rock stars that's not the part that you know that's got its own kind of mystique about it rich and famousness but what was really powerful and 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 had depth was just the positive energy and the sexual energy the positive healthy natural sexual energy of the rolling stones and the angry and rebellious rock and roll mixed with this heartfelt love for the music and the just the sexy rhythms and the melodies and the overall riffs and patterns. I love music so much. Very different than the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers concert. Although Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers do kind of uh, synthesize the best of the Beatles, beautiful melody and folk type uh, patterns in, in the chords mixed with the raunchy rock and roll rebellious Rolling Stones with a little bit of anger and the driving fast um, rhythms and riffs and melodies and well actually the Beatles are known for their melodies and their kind of folk music patterns and then the Rolling Stones are more about the rhythm and the angry rebellious rock and roll vibe and the sexiness of it all and mix that with the birds to me Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers mix the Rolling Stones the birds the Beatles and Bob Dylan and old blues you know um, Howlin' Hobbit and Bo Diddley and all that cool stuff and mixed in with a little bit of high quality country like Johnny Cash or Willie Nelson or Lucinda Williams or um all the cool bands in the world that I'm forgetting to mention, but you know, musicians all influence each other if they're paying attention. And that show last night was so beautiful. I went to the Rolling Stones when I was 13 years old in 1981 with my dad. That was my first concert. Second concert uh, of the Stones was 1990, and this will be maybe my final concert seeing in a huge stadium. 2019 Rolling Stones No Filter Tour. That was just an incredible show really high quality, really appreciate their effort and all of the passion and sexual beautiful energy that they put into what they do. They totally love what they do because let's face it, they could retire if they wanted to, uh, but they have not because they love doing what they're doing. It's wonderful. So it's just very positive because there's so many negative, awful things happening in the world right now that are very distressing and disturbing and abusive and cruel and just very stressful and so last night listening to the Rolling Stones live was just such a treat what a treasure of experience that was and I also had two Tom Petty dreams that were pretty profound little short snippets of dreams I think I'll say that in the next podcast but let's just say I'm so blessed and grateful that I went to the Rolling Stones and that I have manifested a whole bunch of interesting modeling jobs are coming my way my schedule is very busy I have to make sure to balance it out uh, I might be high-functioning autistic. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter if I'm diagnosed or not. All that matters is that I know my brain is very sensitive and I love structure. And I, I think I have the patience for figure modeling, partly because I might be a little bit high-functioning autistic, meaning I'm in my own world and I kind of like it that way. And I do make eye contact and communicate with others, but I feel really safe and secure when I'm sort of self-contained, sitting on the model stand, being very quiet and still and staring off into space and kind of meditating or daydreaming depending on the mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm just trancing out daydreaming, 
and letting my mind wander. And then other times I'm actually consciously trying to meditate, which is to try to witness my thoughts and know that I can't really stop my thoughts, but I can get in touch with the witness within me that is beyond my thoughts. So know that I am the clear blue sky and the clouds that are changing every five seconds are like the weather, like my, my thoughts and my feelings are clouds blowing around in the sky, and then my soul, or the higher, the highest self part of me, or the more spiritual aspect of me that's always stable, is like the empty blue sky, or empty space, it's a paradox, you know, empty space is everything, and thoughts and feelings are nothing, but not really, but it's kind of a paradox, everything is kind of a paradox, it, it seems to me, less is more. Um, that's one thing I loved about the show too is, is there was aspects of less is more and then there was aspects of complicated jangled music and just the dancing and all of the, all of the Rolling Stones, you know, covered the full length of the stage and just, just such beautiful costumes and, and high quality music and interesting, um, it's just so inspiring to see people in their 70s and some people were joking with me about yeah if you're that rich and famous it's pretty easy to be fit but it's like wait a minute you don't have to be rich and famous to eat healthy and, and take care of your body and age well you know really I think what it is is that they're doing what they love you know if you're a human and you're doing what you love uh, then that's good for your mental health as well as your physical health and I think all of them take fairly good care of their bodies I mean even though Keith maybe still smokes and drinks I don't even know I know he's probably still smokes Mick I don't think really smokes and he's his dad was a physical fitness instructor and Mick obviously takes really good care of his body he's an amazing cardiovascular health and he had surgery a few months ago and yet he was able to recover from that and it's it, amazing and he was running around on stage and dancing and doing all of his interesting Mick Jagger mannerisms in high school uh, I impersonated him. A lot of people picked on me in high school, and the Rolling Stones music uh, was my was some of my therapy. Was dancing around and imitating Mick Jagger in front of my entire high school. I lip synced "She's So Cold." It was the funnest thing I ever did in high school. And I used to listen to lots of Rolling Stones music as a kid, as well as you know, like The Doors and and Bob Dylan and. Um, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and the Police and all of those interesting bands and Stevie Nicks and Joan Baez and all these cool people. But the Rolling Stones in particular really helped me deal with my anger as a teenager in a constructive way. Uh, listening to angry rock and roll Rolling Stones songs, you know, I feel like I channeled my emotion, my anger, and my sexuality into listening to the Rolling Stones and singing along and dancing and imitating Mick Jagger. And it was just this really therapeutic. So music is powerful. Uh, I don't smoke or drink. I don't like getting stoned. I don't like alcohol at all, zero percent. I didn't drink or smoke anything last night, although I enjoyed smelling the marijuana in the air. I have to admit, I kind of like the smell of it in the air, but I don't like smoking it myself. Uh, it just makes me feel uh, kind of paranoid and like I want to lie down. Um, I had CBD oil once for back pain and it made my brain feel weird, so I didn't really like it. So in other words, music is a drug to me, like exercise and sex, having, having good sex with someone that you, that you care about, 
Um, it makes you high in a natural way. And then like um, exercise, endorphins makes you high in a natural way. And music, I think music totally makes me high. Uh, really good rock and roll music, Tori Amos, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, you know, all the great interesting music in the world. The Echo in the Canyon movie with Jacob Dylan and, and uh, Beck and Regina Spector and all these cool people, Fiona Apple and just all kinds of cool people in that movie. Well, I'm inspired by the Echo in the Canyon movie and now I'm inspired by the Rolling Stones. And so... Um, music is very important to me. I think it's very healing and therapeutic for me. And I guess most music lovers out there, maybe that's part of, of why we love music so much, that it really emotionally enhances our lives. Um, so thanks for listening. Have a great day or night, everyone. My website is shannonkringen.com. If you want to see my artwork or my photos and my videos and this interesting modeling jobs. I, I share a lot of the artwork that people do in my likeness, painting and drawings and sculptures and photographs of me when I model. I'm happy that that's my day job, although it's more than just a day job. I love modeling. Uh, it is related to my art. It's, you know, creativity. I love to do self-portraits when I take photos of me, and then I love for other people to paint and draw me. Uh, I like to serve people in that way and be surrounded by creative people in art studios. So thanks for listening. Um, I'll see you next time.